Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. shares closed out the day as Asia's worst performer, plunging over 10% intraday. Details from Michelle Long. Asian markets took a hard tumble again on Thursday after the Dow Jones entered bear market and the World Health Organization declared the COVID-19 outbreak a pandemic. What a historic day for the market with a circuit breaker tripping at 2.53 in the afternoon after the index drop reached a 10% threshold, providing for a 15-minute halt for the markets to calm down. The last time this happened was back in 2008 during the Lehman Brothers collapse. Fundamentally and structurally, I think we're in a much better position right now. Uh, if you remember in 2008, uh, you had a lot of structural problems. Uh, the consumer was overextended. Uh, most of the financial world, was, except for the Philippines, of course, was overexposed to loans that should not have been underwritten in the first place. Now, this onslaught, this virus, if economic virus, if you may call it that, is actually now attacking a much healthier patient. Philippine shares eventually tempered some of the losses, ending the day down by 9.7 percent, or 617 points, to close at 57.36. This is the PSE index's second biggest one-day percentage decline. The biggest drop was 12.27 percent on October 2008. BDO's chief market strategist, Jonas Ravella, says now would be the best time to take a longer view. Every five to six years, uh, the tendency of the stock market is a 20% uh, upside compared to prices five years ago. Now, when we saw this uh, very similar virus type, uh, which was 2003, the recovery of the stock market was like around 49%. That was with SARS. I guess for traders, the key word is stay nimble. For long-term investors, it's eventually trying to look at uh, what is a comfortable level to accumulate stocks. In the time of the COVID-19, what assurances does the market want? Ravella says, look to the China model. First, they did, uh, they eventually did uh, containment. Second, they did a monetary policy. Then they eventually have a fiscal policy that they set in place. And I think the fourth is eventually determination. So eventually we've seen their cases come down. question of uh, people trying to emulate the China strategy. So if, if we were to talk about Asian economies like the Philippines, uh, we should probably try to look at the China model. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. Head over to Italy and show you some live pictures of Milan, where it's past 1 p.m. local time. You are looking at a view of the central square in Italy's financial capital during day three of the lockdown there, after the government reduced movement in order to fight against coronavirus contagion. Italy has had the highest number of coronavirus cases outside of Asia. Elsewhere in Europe, the European Central Bank in focus, as it is highly expected to take emergency measures aimed at 
easing the economic impact of COVID-19. This after a strong warning from ECB Chief Christine Lagarde to European leaders, a slow response to the outbreak would badly hurt the economy. Joel Caballero tells us more. The European Central Bank widely expected to come to the rescue of the region's virus-hit economy yet again. ECB policymakers meet Thursday to discuss measures to help the Eurozone economy cope with the shock of the coronavirus. The general consensus among analysts is that ECB Chief Christine Lagarde will likely unveil new stimulus measures, which may include ultra-cheap loans for banks, interest rate cuts, and expansion of quantitative easing. Emergency rate cuts by the U.S. Federal Reserve and the Bank of England signal an urgent push to quell fears that the epidemic and associated market panic could quickly trigger a recession. Philippine National Bank's economist June Trinidad says the latest move from the U.S., coupled with assurances from other central banks, will firm up the bottom of some markets. He expects the Philippine Central Bank to follow suit. The signs are already very clear that uh, for the local authorities, both on the finance, treasury and the BSB side, there seems to be greater coordination uh, as far as uh, addressing the economic risk, downside risk of COVID-19. Aside from a rate cut, U.S. President Donald Trump said tax relief measures are in place to help those who might suffer financially because of the outbreak. Some $8 billion is allocated to address the health crisis. This is not a financial crisis. This is just a temporary moment of time that we will overcome together as a nation and as a world. Trump also imposed restrictions on travel to the U.S. from 26 European countries for a month. Australia, meanwhile, will pump $11.4 billion into the economy to stop the COVID-19 outbreak from pushing the country into its first recession in nearly 30 years. But this financial year, and in the next two financial years, the gross impact of that stimulus is $22.9 billion. That's 1.2% of GDP. This is a significant uh, investment. Israel also saying it will expand an aid package to help the economy deal with the coronavirus outbreak by another $2.8 billion. Global infections have now reached over 126,000, while more than 4,000 have died. The COVID-19 cases reported in at least 122 countries. The World Health Organization says COVID-19 is now a pandemic. Joel Caballero, ABS-CBN News. And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.